Sign up for the newsletter so you never miss an update. Download our app in iTunes and the Google Play Store. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to the show. This is the KLP Aftermath, live from Emory, Oxford College of Emory University. I am your host for today's show. It's good to be back. KLP Kennedy Lucas live from the special collections room here at Oxford College of Emory University. Of course, you guys know the official set for the podcast show, and it's good to be back here because... You know, it's Tuesday. It's the start of the grand spanking new week. I am so uh, excited to be back here on the show because I have so much I want to talk about. We actually got to the special collections room a little bit early than anticipated because there's so much that I wanted to talk to you guys about um, live from the show KLP Aftermath. Now, I wanted to um, apologize to my fan base because last week, uh, last Friday, we had a glorious day. Of course, Horace J. Johnson Jr. was honored. He was part of the Supreme Court, and they changed the language hall here at Oxford College of Emory University to Johnson Hall on Friday. And I told you guys uh, that I was going to podcast about it that Friday, but we ended up, as you guys know, I'm a faculty member here at Emory, Oxford College of Emory University first. So we've had some things change, and a lot has changed on Friday. We, we've been very busy, so I apologize to my viewership because I was going to talk to you guys about the event that happened on Friday, the day of, but uh, we had a soccer team, uh, men's soccer, they had a game that next following day, so we had to get ready for that, and I couldn't get I couldn't get away from my office because I had to deal with other things too, so I apologize, but you know, we're busy, it is what it is. Uh, Horace J. Johnson Jr.'s uh, event was fantastic. They had a whole presentation they had a whole setup their whole family was there and the setup was pretty cool because you had these nice cameras dean hicks was actually at the event if you guys don't know dean hicks he is the dean for emory uh, oxford college of emory university so i didn't introduce myself to him because he was busy i was busy too but he was there talking on behalf so that was pretty cool to kind of put a face to a name, Dean Hicks. And of course, that event was just so spectacular. Everyone on campus was talking about it. This was history. History defining moment for Oxford College of Emory University. If you guys know, know, didn't know, Horace J. Johnson Jr. served on our Supreme Court. He is, of course, one of the iconic african-americans to serve on the supreme court and he's done so much work and he actually did go to emory university so history has been made in that process and coming from me being an african-american myself i am very proud and very humbled that they honored him for that room for that building because 
there's something special about it when you have your name on a building. It, it, it's something special about it. You achieved the highest peak when you have your name on a campus ground or in a building somewhere. So it just congratulations to Horry J. Johnson. Congratulations to their family because this is a, a very iconic moment uh, for them right now. And it's been a pleasure to see and witness it. I'm glad that I started the show so I can talk about it here on today's show. But I'm glad to be a part of the the Oxford College of Emory University fan base to where now I'm seeing this stuff and I get to talk about it on our show. So it really is humbling. Now, I want to give a shout out real quick on today's show because this really got to me it's a little bit of emotional but it's just you know not so emotional I was very proud of it as I was coming here to the special collections room today and I have to shout out to this the student who um, helped me out finding a room when I first started the show and I could not find a, a, a room and of course she helped me find a room that better suited for me and she kind of showed me the special collections room so I got a shout out shout out to her she told me today uh this was about 10 minutes ago while we were setting up she told me today she now works at the library she comes up and say hey how's the podcast going and I remember because I was in one of the study rooms and she came in there she had that study room reserved and I needed to find a room that to do the podcast right and she's walking around the library with me trying to find a room and she has been very very helpful in that process and she showed me this room and then that's how we're able to reserve this room so this student said today and this is this is humbling because now when you start something a new era a new thing for a new organization now you feel that responsibility to kind of share the light on students here and i i hope students are listening to the show and i hope that emory is paying attention to this 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 kid that's graduated from college coming to another college and starting a revolution i would say when it comes to podcasting because honestly everyone's doing podcasting podcasting is one of those things that you just got to do and now we're doing talk shows version of the video version of it um Simone Fussy, right? She is a student here at Oxford College of Emory University. She just told me that I had inspired her to start her very own podcast. I inspired her. And that's the moment. That's the movement that I want to do to every student that's around the globe, that's in college, wanting to start a talk show, a podcast. And she told me she just bought equipment because I inspired her. She's been listening to the show since episode one. She told me she's telling her friends. She's telling other students about the show and it's working because if you guys see in the back end of things, we're seeing numbers, we're seeing qualitative analysis. We're seeing our numbers grow for our show. Simone Fussy has this show. Um, that's her part. Our sponsorship is anchor.fm, which is anchor is our big sponsor. That's our partnership where we host our show. Um, and of course, her her, her her show is is a cool, catchy name. Of course, uh, Eura, uh, Eurasian Occasion with Simone Fussy. And of course, that's Eurasian Occasion with Simone Fussy. 
that is her podcast that she just started because she told me and she called me KLP which was kind of interesting because she's like KLP I'm like whoa <laughs> okay that, to me that, that I love it when people call me KLP because it just makes me feel it makes me feel special you know that's my brand that's my brand name KLP so she's like yeah KLP I've been watching your stuff I've been hearing your show I'm telling my friends about it you've inspired me to start my very own podcast called Eurasian Occasion with Simone Fussy is what she said uh, it's available right now on Spotify so uh, I will have it in the link description so hopefully you guys can spell it correctly for Eurasian Occasion that's E-R-U-A-S-I-A-N and then the word occasion so that's O-C-C-A-C excuse me O-C-C-A-S-I-O-N with Simone Fussy of course that's her new show uh, that's uh, on Spotify right now because she told me she's been inspired to start her own podcast show. So that to me, that brings a huge light that I've inspired a student to start their own podcast. She reached out to her pockets and say, let me buy a microphone. And she bought that microphone. And it's it's, it's crazy. It's, it, it really is something very, very spectacular i would say i'm i'm, I'm hopeful i'm proud of small fussy if you're listening to the show congratulations on your show i'm sure your show is going to go without a hitch it's going to go really really wild and i cannot wait to see the kind of things that you can create uh, with these shows now we're going to open up the show here today with our fun fact of the day you guys know how we do it i love doing the fun facts of the day because that is one of the things that is just you guys enjoyed it we talked about barbie from mattel we talked about the tootsie pop we talked about the tallest man we talked about heinz ketchup and we talked about the whale's heart we talked about so much more fun stuff when it comes to our fun facts and now i've got another fun fact for you guys of course this is a fun fact this is really interesting to me because i love great smells if you guys don't know a little personal little personal then then thing about me is you know uh, my friends will tell you because I had friends come over to my house before. I like the smell of good odor when it comes to my house. I go to the grocery store. I buy the little the the, uh, the spray plugins, and you buy the freshener and you plug it up, and it sprays throughout your house throughout your day. Um, get this, ladies and gentlemen. According to recent research, the human nose can distinguish at least a trillion different smells. I'm gonna let that sink in for you guys because. Your human nose, our human nose, can distinguish trillion different odors. And there's a mixture between good odor and bad odor. And it's, it's, it's crazy that, you know, trillion different odors that your nose can detect and it can smell. And I believe it because our nose was a very, very powerful thing. We, we can smell all kinds of strange things. I've smelled some strange things, if you guys know what I mean. But I smelled some good things too. So, um... I like good smells, and if you guys, I have friends that, that come over to my house before, they smell it and they say, Kennedy, your house smells fantastic. You always keep your house smelling good. I do, because I don't like the smell of funk. I don't like the smell of bad smells in my household. So uh, let me know what's your favorite kind of smells. Uh, I do like the smell of something sugary, whether it comes from chocolate or ice cream. There is a way that you can smell those good smells. I like a good 
deodorant, a good smell of deodorant. I go out and buy the little spray deodorant where I spray, and I don't really buy the little rub the deodorant anymore because you know you know it breaks out my skin. So I buy a little spray deodorant. Has a nice little odor to it. I like the smell of uh, cologne, perfume cologne. It smells really really nice on your clothes. Smells really uh, nice on your body. and especially when you're going out to an office, because I do work in an office, to where my office, everyone has to have that good smell because you want to have that good hygiene. In the get-go, when it comes to you working in a professional setting, you want to make sure that you have a good odor. So it's interesting, at least trillion different odors that the human nose can detect. Very, very excited for that too, because smells is all around us, right? You have to smell really, really good. You have to smell things and as today's society, you're, we're smelling things all the day. We're smelling some good stuff. We're smelling some bad stuff. We're smelling some strange stuff that you never smelled before. But, you know, it works. It really does work. Moving on to our next segment, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, brought to you by the Eagle Post Digest. You guys know how we do it. The Eagle uh, Post Digest is a news source where students can get here from Oxford College of Emory University and also Emory University in Atlanta. I'm sure they have kind of that same kind of concept, but get this, ladies and gentlemen, we're one week away from Midnight Madness, of course. From our department of the Center of Healthful Healthful Living, the Oxford, uh, excuse me, the Emory Oxford Athletic Department will be having its annual Midnight Madness next Tuesday. So I'm hyping it up for them because I've been in I've been in the uh, uh, basketball court today because we have basketball that's coming around the corner. When basketball comes around the corner, there's midnight madness. And when midnight madness is coming around the corner, we are very hopeful that a lot of students will come out and participate in that event. Um, we're checking the sounds. Shout out to my friend, uh, well, kind of the student worker there, Rowan, who is going to be the he's been the announcer for soccer games, but he's going to start announcing for basketball. I'm sure he's going to do something very spectacular for Midnight Madness as well. So next Tuesday, students, come on out because you do not want to meet. You can uh, come meet the athletic teams and our dance and cheer team will be performing, compete, uh, you can compete in a game and lots of fun. There will be T-shirts. Um, they will be at the first come first uh, serve basis. So be there on time so you can get your T-shirt. The event will be from 10 to 11:15 p- uh, p.m. Invite your friends. So um, and that's coming from my good friend Jose, the sports director and assistant uh, basketball coach for that one week away. From today, Midnight Madness, you don't want to miss, uh, of course. And the uh, OSO meeting, OSO meeting, um, has been updated, of course. Uh, Join them today, the 13th uh, at 9.30 a.m. for the Oxford Staff Organization meeting. The meeting will be in person in the chapel. So just a little quick announcement for all of you guys who might want to participate in those kind of meetings for sure. Next up on our list, of course, um, we're... This is kind of an announcement. Uh, we are a little bit saddened to hear. Uh, and, you know, I like to report the source. Uh, and there's some good news about the Emory Eagles athletics. But there's some bit of sad news, of course. The men's soccer will not be participating in regionals. Um, they had their games Saturday and Sunday, to which they kind of fell short. So that means they, they will not be um, 
qualified to go to regionals. I was going to talk about it if, when, when and if they would have won. I would have talked about what was next for them for the regional side of things. But um, they didn't quite get it, but that's okay. I say to the men of women, uh, men, the men of men's soccer uh, for Oxford College, keep your head up. There's always next year where you can try at it again for next year. Of course, the Eagle Race and Bobcat Invitational in Milledgeville, Georgia. Shout out to the Milledgeville, Georgia peeps over there. The Emory Oxford men's and women's cross-country team compete in the Bobcat Invitational hosted by Georgia College and State University. Of course, I'm very very familiar with that school. The race was held at the Consul Farm Course, which was also hosted this year's uh, GCAA uh, Conference Championship and the NJCAA Division Three Championships. Neither team scored due to not having enough runners to compete and finish the race. But in the men's 8K race, 8K race, it's huge. 8K race, the Eagles had four first-year runners finish and were led by Aaron Lee, who ran a time of 28 minutes, 31 seconds. Darren Nee, who ran a 29 minute, 11 seconds, while Alex Lucas completed the race in 30 minutes, of course. On the women's side of things, the Eagles had three runners to compete in the 5k race freshman alec bryant uh led the led the way with a time record of 20 minutes and 32 seconds classmates emily wilheim and sophia lee were the oh were the other two to finish the times of 20 minutes 53 seconds and 21 minutes and seven seconds so of course very very excited for that next they will run at the barry invitational in rome georgia and what's crazy about that is I've been to colleges before, right? Because back in my GGC day, shout out to GGC, we've traveled to these uh, schools, not Georgia uh, College, but I did travel to Barry College for the tennis team over at GGC, uh, home in the Grizzlies. Shout out to the Grizzlies. But um, I do know about Barry College, and that's a great school, and they're going to be competing there in Rome, Georgia on October 16th, coming up very, very soon. So very excited for that. Congratulations to the cross-country yet again for their their compete of course they're competing uh some good things and now we are uh they're getting ready for their next invitational so i'm very very excited about that for sure so i wanted to talk about opportunity on the show today because this show has been has been the high anticipated show of them all and I have yet to talk about it because we're talking about so many good things. You know, we're talking about we're, we're talking about a lot of great things. And, you know, there's just so many things that we can just call out, just talk about. So I'm talking about the hit show from Netflix, to which I still need to watch it. But I do have some notes and some critiques about the show. Uh, this is just based on perception. This is not my fact. This is not something that... I'm observing at an early stage because I haven't seen the show entirely yet, so it's not fair for me to say, okay, let's 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 do a review on the show, and I haven't finished the show. So, Squid Game is a global hit. Uh, it is very very interesting because the show Squid Games have been in development. I've hear the guy had it for ten years. Every network passed it down and say, no, we don't want to produce that. And now you have Netflix. Good old Netflix say, hey, I will pick it up. And now Squid Games has become a global hit. Everyone that I know is talking about the show. There has been different kinds of memes about this show. And a lot of people say that this show is good. But 
there's some there's some slack here from my notes, of course. Squid Games is a global global hit, but Korean South Korean star uh, Lee Jung Jae says Hollywood Hollywood isn't calling him yet. Exclusive. This is an exclusive piece, and I just wanted to know what you guys think about it. The top South Korean actor Lee Jung Jae is thoroughly enjoying the extra burnish of his already distinguished career that has come from the global success of Squid Games. Global success, right? It's a global success. It's been out there. People are talking about it. They're memeing about it. They're doing the challenges out there in real life on TikTok. People are talking about it. That is the, the topic of conversation. Netflix hit survival game TV series. However, he says that the phone is not ringing off the hook with new offers from Hollywood. And I wanted to talk about that on the show because me and my brother, not trying to, well, I guess you can kind of compare, I guess, in the culture sense of things. Last night, we talked about the great, impeccable Asian culture doing some really dope stuff. And I say that very loosely on the show. They're doing some very dope stuff. But then here in America, we're not we're not advocating that much or at least we haven't been now we're starting because last night me and my brother we got a ticket late show to go see shang chi and the legend of the ten rings phenomenal movie we're talking about that in next issues magazine element magazine phenomenal movie right great movie i recommend people if you're a marvel fan go see shang chi that is a movie that you do not want to pass up on um of course and this is a quote no proposals or requests have come my way and this is uh jung jay saying um come my way he told variety magazine but the right one came along i'd be happy to be overseas be in overseas production it could be fun that's what i'm saying because he will want to get to hollywood and do some really dope stuff which i think hollywood should step out of that shell because if you're thinking for me i am a nominated director if you guys know nominated director so obviously squid games for netflix is, is selling it's it's marketable it's selling they're making a lot of money from it right now they're selling so me not being in hollywood you know i'm in atlanta we're not we're, we're independent we'll get to hollywood one day but for me as a director i if i worked in hollywood i would want to pick these actresses and actors up from squid games and say okay let me throw you in this. Would you want to be interested in doing this? Or how about you? We're producing this. Can you be in this? Or, and I guess, you know, you can't really say too much. Uh, Marvel could have said, okay, you're in Squid Games. Let, let, can you be in Shang-Chi? We're doing Shang-Chi. Can you be in this movie too? And I guess at the same time, the time didn't stack up with Marvel and them. But Hollywood, I'm hoping that they will get this wake-up call and say, hey, this show is working. Netflix is making a lot of money right now because of Squid Games. A lot of us consumers who's watching the show, doing these challenges on TikTok and Instagram, making these memes, making it out there. And even though this show is a super success, Hollywood is not calling these actors and actresses. And I wonder why that, that is. And I, I, I wonder why that is. Why is it that Hollywood is not progressing on the Asian American culture or the Asian Korean culture or Asian culture? It's not a surprise because Hollywood is still, some parts of Hollywood are still stuck in their old ways. Some newer Hollywood, they're starting to get it. They're starting to get the market. They're starting to get what 
us consumers want to see when it comes to production side of things is quite amazing. I am a huge representative for Asian culture because after seeing Shang-Chi, after watching, because I'm an anime lover too, little side note about me that you guys don't know, I'm a lover for anime. I love anime, I'll be honest. Um, Japanimation is fantastic and yes, we're developing a new movie. We announced it, The Origin of Karai, that is my next movie coming out next year, that has all the way to do with Asian culture. So we're picking up on some of these things that I wish and I'm hoping Hollywood pick up and do this. Of course, Lee plays Jung Kong, the uh, the the guy who gambles way too much, steals from his family, gets beaten up by the Long Sharks, accepts a mystery invitation to become the contender, contender number 456 in the daily competition. He, he's affordable and careful, crafted backstory and make him the easy-to-like protagonist who faces an evil organization that is literally playing with people's lives. Fantastic. This was Squid Games is a fantastic story that they wrote. It sucks that it took them 10 years to get it in production because this show should have been in production, should have made its mark. But now, now it's making its mark. And that's all that really matters is what what's happening now. Um, I do see the Squid Games turning into a series and then more content will come from Squid Games because their market was just so, so big. That's the culture for you guys. Squid Games, must see on Netflix. Shang-Chi, I mentioned it, must see on in theaters, only in theaters for now. This is the this is the the, the standard we're in. The Asian culture, they're doing it. They're doing it well. As well as the black African American culture. We're doing it well too. So it's change is coming. I feel. I feel change is coming. And I'm happy for it. So congratulations to Netflix. Congratulations to all the directors and producers of the Squid Games. Because you guys are an instant hit. Instant hit. It's been out there. So that's going to wrap it up here on today's show. Hopefully you guys enjoyed today's show. Please remember to like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you're somehow watching me on YouTube in Daily Motion at KOP Entertainment, please be sure to share your podcast with your friends. I'm talking to my friends, my fan base, the students here at Oxford College. Share the series to your friends, letting them know that, yes, this podcast does exist. Hopefully you guys get inspired to do your show because I've inspired a student to start her podcast and I'm hoping and I'm knowing that she'll become a instant success with her podcast. So it's all about sharing it with your friends, letting them know that this show does exist live in Special Collections Room. Of course, that's going to wrap it up here. KLP Aftermath. I've been your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Hopefully you guys have a fantastic rest of your day. And as always, I like to say, stay safe and stay swinging. today's show please head over to itunes give us a rating and leave a review
Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.